Welcome, everybody, back to the nudist colony. We don't have the tea in the name, but we've got iced tea because it's summer, summer, summer time. Hey, I'm Ross. Hey, I'm Brent. That was bad. Not you, me. Hey, everybody. <laughs> uh, we're switching up. We're, look, we'll find it. We'll find the, we'll find the new intro. I'm just playing around. I'm just seeing what's out there. By episode 347. <laughs> guaranteed. <laughs> I ain't afraid of Colin Jost. Hey, there we go. There's a kind of a call forward. Call forward. To next week's Hidden Drag episode. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you'll hear that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought of it in the bathroom. Um, <laughs> Does it land? Absolutely. Hey. I love Colin Jost. Colin <laughs> jokes. Um, not really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not bad. Mm-hmm. He, and, he and Che are pretty good. Yeah, I like them working together. Yeah. I really like uh, that uh, Sarah Sherman. Oh my gosh, she's so fucking funny. When dude. she's on there and she makes fun of Colin Jost, I'm like, uh huh, man, this girl's fucking nailing it. She's got like a horror bent to her comedy that I really appreciate. Oh yeah, really fucked up. I do have to say, uh, I haven't watched SNL in like a couple of seasons. I think. Oh yeah. Uh, not for any particular reason. I just haven't kept up with it. Sure. But uh, what I have seen of of her stuff is like really fucking good. Yeah. And she just looks cool. I feel like she could beat me up. So she's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she actually uh, she's on uh, did a tour, and uh, my wife and I were really considering going because we're fans of her, and also she was touring with uh, Patty Harrison. Uh, I'm not sure if you are familiar with Patty Harrison. She is in. Uh, I think I think you should leave. Um, she's in several oh, sketches. Yeah. She's the tables. Uh, the tables girl. Holy shit! Yes. Yeah. Is it? Wait. Is she trans? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that got pointed out to me like after the fact because she showed up in uh, maybe it was like a Marvel thing. Yeah, and somebody pointed out it's like, oh, finally there's trans representation. I was like, oh, I, d- I didn't realize. And then people yeah. got pissed off that Marvel didn't call out that it's a trans person. What do Why? you? <laughs> Who cares? What do you want? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Try- <laughs> I don't know what. It doesn't well, matter. Yeah, like uh, anyway. Uh, but they they were on tour together with another uh, female comedian. I'm not I'm not positive. I cannot remember her name. Yeah. I don't really know her from anything. But um, from what I've seen, she's really funny. Jesus Christ, that's all I could think about is that table sketch. I know <laughs> that is so fucking funny, dude. I know. <laughs> I've I've seen it probably three times, and it only gets funnier. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Tables. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, oh God. Uh, yeah. Um, I think you should leave. Two thumbs up from this guy. Oh, I thought really you were just giving that. me instructions for my house. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think you should leave. Uh, me and your wife got some stuff to discuss. Okay, so. cool. Uh, I'm sure it's wholesome. Mm-hmm. How could this backfire on me? Mm, we won't. Wait, we're not the low T podcast anymore? Okay. Anymore. We'll find out. Look at me. I'm the alpha now. <laughs> I'll show you my T score. Ross has some real Teen Wolf energy right now. <laughs> uh, did we say this is uh, the nudist colony? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm lost in in this whole endeavor. We've already record recorded the hidden track episode that comes out next week. Yeah, uh, we're full of a soda beverage of some sort. Mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil it here. Listen next week, you'll find out, baby. Hey, you guys do you? You know what I'm saying? Ooh, Ooh, hint. That should be a university. Welcome to do, do you. you. Yeah. <laughs> That's the end of that bit. Yep, yep. Yep. Uh, All right, what else would he I got? I was trying to think of something there, but... Uh, yep. I'm the professor of... <laughs> Ollie kickflip. 
god. Okay, so um, on today's episode, is there any is there any house cleaning that we need to do, or should we just like, like roll house, right into this housekeeping? I will say gotcha. uh, this episode comes out in a couple of days, uh, as from where we're recording, yeah, which is uh, Friday the ninth, uh-huh. and uh, on the following week's Tuesday. I believe everything is scheduled for you to appear on my other podcast. Let's oh, talk about stuff. Yes. We're going to talk about Wet Hot American Summer. Fuck yes. The movie from 2001. A so, personal fave of my own. Yeah. So if listeners, if you want to hear Ross and I, along with my co-host on that show, Stephen Fisher, talk about that movie, jump over there. It's episode 307. Do so. check it out. And we're also, uh, we mm-hmm. also are on um, True Criminals. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got a couple of uh, guest spots on their upcoming episodes. I'm I, not exactly sure how that's... Yeah, uh, I think we're going to be on multiple ish- ep- issues episodes. Yeah, I think originally it was planned for us to go on for like twenty minutes. Yeah, and then toward the end of the episode, I think Eric said it's going to be like three separate episodes. Yeah, because we talked for like an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, she's going to divide that up. Uh, so good luck. Yeah. Uh, with that, Eric, and then also, yeah, uh, just subscribe to True Criminals. He's revamping the show a little bit, and. Yeah. Um, yeah, Go back and listen to some of those because there are some really fascinating. Um, it, the, the the premise of the, uh, the the podcast is he gets people to come on anonymously to talk about crimes they've committed mm-hmm. and uh, some pretty wild shit on there. Yeah, um, I, I guest hosted on one where we had a uh, like a male stripper that uh, wasn't like an international steroids dealer. Mm. Um, that was wild. Yeah, um, I. Cannot recall what. Uh, <laughs> just look for one that's like uh, got me in there. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think I, I think I, I am on a couple of episodes. But, but you're you're identified by a different name. It's not your name. Well, the, the there's right? one there's one episode where I where I go on anonymously and I talk about my own crimes. Good luck mm. finding out who that is. You'll mm. never find me because <laughs> I. Uh, don't obscure my voice whatsoever. So it should be pretty easy to tell which one. Just it is. listen to every episode of True Criminals, and yeah, uh, most definitely you'll hear uh, me and you on there. At yeah, various points. Yours right? is hilarious. Which one? Your where you the one we just uh, your crimes that you, you admit to. Oh, <laughs> fucking I'm, hilarious! I'm, like, I was in tears. It's consistent with me not being good at anything. Not even so crying, goddamn so, funny. So you know, fucking funny. Just just look for the ones uh, marked. Uh, as Yoshi, that yeah. was my my code name there. Um, but uh, outside of all of that, yes, um, yeah, we can just get into the the album discussion today. So this is an album that um, I I really kind of pushed for because yeah. I owned this album back in the day. Did you really? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think wow. I, okay. I, uh, I think I came across it from. Oh, matter of fact, I, I wrote it down. I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. Wow, there okay. was a, um, wow. a t-shirt shop in the mall, Eastland Mall in Tulsa at the time, uh, and they played music videos, mm-hmm. and they had a music video for the song Longevity, okay. and I was like, who is this band? It turns out it was Bolt Upright, huh. and the album we're discussing today is by them. It's called Red Carpet Syndrome, Sin, spelled S-I-N, Whoa. because it's naughty. Uh, they're the truest criminals of all, and uh, this is an album I I bought and I listened to fairly regularly. But I, for whatever reason, I think it was like after we all started working and like driving and whatnot, and we yeah. just didn't uh, maybe too busy or whatever. But I remember coming across this album over a summer, hmm. and so maybe I bought like other albums like in that meantime. By the time we reconvened back at school or whatever. And I didn't get a chance to like uh, spread the word about this, but okay. um, 
Yeah, because I, I, this is a n- brand new for me, and I do not remember you having this. This is so fucking funny to me. Wow. Um, so I, I was very excited to talk about this album again. I was like, I'm going to yeah. do some research, going to find out all about these fellas. <laughs> hey. Oh, boy. Little did I know. The internet has almost been scrubbed. Outside of the music being available on streaming services, I, I could barely find anything about these fellas. Yeah. I found two pictures on Google Image <laughs> yeah. Search. Two I think it's, pictures. I believe it's the ones from the album booklet, Makes if sense. I remember correctly. And, uh, like, uh, Wikipedia doesn't really do a whole lot. I think they're from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> I think that's it. I was trying to remember one additional the thing. The lead singer is the DJ? Kind of like he does scratching, but there's but also, they also a, DJ a DJ listed on the yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm not quite sure how it got put together. If it, I, I I think the singer and the maybe the guitarist are brothers. brothers? Yeah, that sounds. And but I don't. I know. tried to do some research and I was just like I nothing. You know, I was so desperate to find information for this. Yeah, that I was like, surely there's got to be scans of the CD booklet somewhere. Right. I I went through like discogs.com to. They usually have various different versions of the album you can click on. I went through the, like the cassette version even, and yeah, barely found anything. It's always the same repeated information. I think there was one that had the personnel for the album, but that was it. The Wikipedia right. article links to the band, but not the album itself. So I was like, God yeah. damn it! Like, what can I do to get some additional information? So I took to the internet. And I bought a CD. It was holy shit. It was sealed when I bought it, but uh, I bought the CD album version. Rebought it because uh, I used to own it uh, of this Bolt Upright album. And uh, I looked through the booklet there, and um, yeah, really doesn't have a whole lot of additional information. So that's three dollars down the fucking drain. But wow, <laughs> you went above and beyond for this shit. I tried to. I really did. I thought, oh man, this is gonna have like all kinds of information in the back. It's gonna give me detailed information about the person that, like, who the musicians are. It's kind of just the same shit that's repeated on the Discogs website. Um, right. But yeah, do the photos in there? Are they consistent with the ones you found online? Yes. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. There we go. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So wow. I, I spent money on a CD. Uh, I don't. I'm at the point in my life now where <clears> I don't ever intend on putting a disc in a thing ever again. Right. Uh, we, my wife and I, have talked about getting rid of our Blu-ray player, even. Oh shit. And I'm just like, but th- maybe there's like one thing if I want to watch. I don't know. Big Man Japan. How am I gonna do that? I don't know if that's streaming anywhere. But uh, yeah. Well, so hey, I've got those. Guess who needs a Blu-ray player? You do. Yeah. Are you back on? Uh, I'm gonna sell it. Physical media. I've been buying physical media. Yeah, man. There's a lot of stuff I can't find. I, I flat out cannot find um, it on streaming, um, and so I've taken to just buying like cheap ass Blu-rays and DVDs off of um, Amazon and from uh, little. I don't, I don't know if they're. I think they're local vintage stock. Uh, kind of, sort of regional, maybe. regional, yeah, they're like they're, a, a a resale store. Yeah, yeah. they're like comic Medium. books and CDs and DVDs mm-hmm. and yep. uh, nerd ephemera. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, uh, it, it, it it was pretty shocking. I, I I don't think that we've come across a band that had this little information out mm-hmm. about them. Like this, it's nothing. What doesn't the United States government want us to know about Bolt Upright? I guess is my question. Well, you know. Hmm. 
think we'll find out. <laughs> so uh, let me let me detail <coughs> some additional information. Yeah. Uh, this was released February 26, 1999. So this is cracking open the year of 1999. Okay. Cracking brand new. Vanilla Ice closed out 1998. <laughs> Bolt Upright <laughs> opens 1999. And I told you off air a couple of weeks ago, uh, 1999 is going to be a huge year yeah. for new metal. And I, I told you, like, these are the bands that we're going to run into. Like, we've come across, like, a decent smattering of new metal bands at this point. Yeah. There are so many fucking more. I know. Iconic new metal bands that have gone on to sustain careers to this very day. Yeah. But here we are, Bolt Upright, you know? Solo album. And by that, I mean, like, the sole album by this band. It yeah. didn't go anywhere. I don't think it sold very well either, no. but I can't really tell because there's almost no information. <laughs> this was released on Sony's 550 Music uh, label. Eventually, it was folded into Epic, uh, yeah, Epic Record Groups in okay. uh, 2000, the year 2000. In the year 2000. Oh, man. Memories. Mm. I love that Conan still did 2000. that well into like the 2010s. You know, <laughs> I know. it's pretty fucking funny. Uh, let's talk about the personnel. So this yeah. band consists of uh, Toriono Mayek, who is the lead vocalist, does turntables, flute, I guess, and then loopology. So I assume that means programming of yeah. some sort, creating loops of music or whatever. Um, Damien Valentine Mayek, who uh, is the low end lunacy, is how he's credited, but I assume that's just bass. David Aguirre who is the six-string trickery or guitar, God. Jeff Hef Holter, Sonic Boom, which I have to assume is drums, and then percussion. This. I hate this. And then DJ Johnny Love, cuts, scratches, turntables, and love? Question mark? Mm-hmm. This is a cute thing that bands would do back then where mm-hmm. uh, everyone would have a nickname and like have it. like a fun, fun way to describe their instrument, yeah. but, mm-hmm. you know. That is what it is. Mm. It was a, a staple of new metal back <coughs> yeah. then. Maybe other genres. Uh, additional musicians include Curtis Wicked, who uh, provides guest vocals on The Next Level, and LaFlow, who does guest vocals on Longevity. Okay, that's who that was. I was wondering. I was like, mm. I, I heard some, but there was on Spotify, there's no like featuring like whoever that MC was. Even in the CD were. booklet, it doesn't say Longevity Jesus featuring or... Christ. like. It, I think the only way you know is because it will say uh, Tori and then has his verse, and then after that it says LaFlow and then has his verse or whatever. Okay. But yeah, it, mm hmm. Not, a, yeah. Mm. Nothing. Almost nothing. Um, like I said, first and only studio album. It was recorded in Longview Farm Studios in North Brookfield, Massachusetts. And then uh, it was produced by Steve Thompson. Uh, to support the album, the band performed shows alongside Kid Rock, Power Man 5000, Cottonmouth Kings, Stained, and Everlast. So it's a pretty big new mm-hmm. metalers or bands sure. that were like big in that that era. Yeah. I don't know if I would consider Everlast new metal or Cottonmouth Kings. Eh, maybe Dabble. They call me White Devil. Black beavers. Yeah. <laughs> I think about that regularly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, again, sales, I don't know. Probably not good. Uh, eventually, the band broke up in 2001. Yeah. And, um, yeah, uh, beyond that, they recorded a five-song demo that's what helped them get signed by Sony. Mm-hmm. Uh, the songs included Tonight's the Night Stray and Crazy Chicks, which were on this album. I don't know if they were re-recorded. No information, guys, uh, nope. but I do know two additional songs, Up the Stakes and Water, were not included on this album. Uh, and I believe their only single 
is Longevity, which has a music video that I saw in a t-shirt shop. Got me to buy the album. So Not the single I would have put out from this. Yeah. Okay. Well, interesting. Yeah. We can get into that. Um, it's good. Yeah. You know, but I don't know if it speaks to the band. I don't know. I, I have some weird, I have some odd feelings about this album. Oh, it's an odd future we're living in. I'll say, I'll say the first thing for me mm-hmm. that was like, oh, this is why they didn't make it mm-hmm. is that fucking album cover. <laughs> okay, I was going to ask you about this. Like, okay. like when you listen to them, I'm like, okay, this like is in like a crazy town vibe. Right. But then you think about the, you think yeah, about the cover to right. crazy town and it's just like sexy devil chick licking a lollipop. Mm-hmm. It's like if, if I'm walking through and I don't know anything about that, I see that cover. I'm like, huh, I don't know. What, what is this? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a good cover. It's, it, mm-hmm. it, it draws you in, you know, and it, it kind of speaks to um, their music a little bit. When I look at this, I feel like this is like a, like a Vietnamese energy drink. <laughs> like, that is the vibe that I get from this album cover. It is atrocious. Yeah. This is the worst album cover I think I've ever seen. Really? Okay. I I don't mind the album cover, but it's also like a, it's a nothing. I think the issue with the design of this is kind of twofold, right? So mm. the name of the band is Bolt Upright. They have lightning bolts on it. Yeah. So it's a case of the designer taking the name literally. Right. And I've been in bands before where... um. Uh, people that were in the band with me, <laughs> they wanted to design the logo. And I was like, I think, l- let me take a shot at it. Cause I've done logo design yeah. work before. And they were like, I got an idea. And so they come back with this like drawing on a scrap of paper. And it's like a very literal version of the band's name. I'm like, I don't, no. you don't need to do this. Like Slipknot's logo doesn't have a Slipknot in it. No. Like Slayer doesn't have someone getting slayed. Like, you don't have to take it literally, you know? No. Yeah. Like Lincoln Park isn't like a park side <laughs> <laughs> landscape. Abraham know? Lincoln sitting in a park. <laughs> just a, the stovetop pipe is the yeah. L. Okay, we can all agree. It, it reminds me of like a, a like a bargain bin PlayStation One video game. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's it is such a cheap ass looking logo. It does seem like something that they put together in a rush. I, I think the lettering looks okay but yeah really it, it could be much smaller and down on the corner with like an actual like image of yeah. a photo or a painting or something, something. like that. this tells me nothing about what the band sounds like mm-hmm. and it looks i mean like like if i just saw that I, my eyes would just glaze right past it like yeah. i i would just i wouldn't even register with me i really do think and after listening to the album i'm like there's no reason that these guys shouldn't have been a little bit more prominent yeah and i genuinely think you could attribute a large portion of that failure to the cover of this album. Okay. That, yeah. that's I mean, my... like when you, when you back then, when you were kind of, uh, fingering your way through the CD racks yeah, and you're, you know, you're in the, the, the metal slash new metal section or hard rock or whatever, you come across a lot of cool looking album covers yeah, or stuff. That's like, it, it at least gives you pause. You're like, wow, corn has a lot of, uh, kids on their album covers. That's, Right, that's a little bit disturbing, but uh, I don't know but it catches be. your eye. It does, yeah. Like it, it, you remember that, mm-hmm. yeah. Not this, this, yeah, th- no, yeah. I would I, have no reason to stop at this. I, I, would... I will say one of the the cool things about the original version of the CD that I had this green um, uh, outline around the lettering that lime green color looks like Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. On the version I had, 
the inside tray where the CD sit, and matter of fact, the CD has that same lime green color, and then the the back of the booklet opposite of that uh, has lime green. So it's it's kind of like a, a theme that shows up. But the tray underneath the CD was also that same lime green color. So whenever you look through it, the side of the CD where it has the band's name uh, mm. recessed in there, that was lime green. So that kind of caught my eye. But okay. Also, I was like, oh, has, this band has a DJ. Let right. me waste many hours of my life <laughs> trying to fucking find this thing. Um, I, I can't remember if it was like hard to come across this or not. I, I don't remember anything specific about struggling to find this. Yeah. Like I did for like the first Mushroom Head album or whatever. That one was, I, I remember having to like fucking search really? for that oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Mm, probably should have just skipped that one. But mm-hmm. uh, even still, uh, I, I found this album and I listened to it frequently during that summer. I think it was like, uh, what was this, 99 uh, that it came out? So we'd have been, yeah, I was definitely driving. I was probably like the summer of or going into my sophomore or our sophomore year yeah. of school, right? 16. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I, 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 it's crazy because we listened to so many albums together because we drove around together. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what literally we would like get off of school and just like go drive around back roads for hours and hours and hours and, and we listen would, to music. And especially songs that you and I would share together. We yeah. were like when our friends were in the car with us, we were like, dude, have you heard Bootylicious Vinyl by Zebrahead? <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> You're shut going the fuck to. Up. And then we would just put that song on repeat or whatever. Yeah. God, Zebrahead was fucking stellar that first album's banging the first two first two yeah yeah i remember yeah. asking for playmate of the year for christmas one year from my mom and she was like all right <laughs> she, she, was, she was pretty cool about it so yeah no issues there um so this is the first time you've listened to this album yes. i haven't listened to this album in decades right and as soon as i threw it on it just felt like a, a warm hug oh wow okay it like so many of these fucking songs just from looking at the the track listing yeah i could kind of replay the chorus on like maybe half the songs in my wow, head okay. just from memory yeah and uh yeah so it's been like 20 years since i've heard almost any of this album okay you don't hear any of these songs in movies no uh th- those two movies we watched on the terror table uh was it dracula 2000 and queen uh, of the damned yes yeah it wasn't on there Nothing. you know so it's just it kind of came and went song longevity i think i maybe heard that on uh our local radio station maybe once or twice on a a sunday night when they would play like deeper type stuff but that was it like it it really went nowhere made no splash they kept mill walking is what they did (laughs) um so yeah do you want to do you want to get into the the album altogether? yeah let's jump right in all right um so first up we've got the next level, which is the very first song on Red Carpet Syndrome by Bolt Upright. Hell yeah. What do you think about this as an opener? Um, pretty pretty solid. Yeah. Pretty solid for an opener. Um I like that it starts with like a, a sample and that like this essentially. Yeah. And then it kicks in, you know? That's like a, a nice little build up doesn't take too long but get you right into it yeah i think as far as like dj centered rock this is this is up there yeah i think the i noticed this while i was listening back to it the uh scratching on it isn't overly complex but it 
it fits in where it needs to. It's kind of like yeah. uh, what Joseph Hahn does with Linkin Park. The the scratching on those first couple of albums is prominent, but it's not too flashy. It doesn't have like these crazy DJ Qbert lead scratches, but yeah. it works. It's uh, as like a rhythmic element. It works. Gives, I think gives me real 311 vibes. Yeah, actually, like not just the scratching, but like the music. Uh, in general, gives me real, real big 311 vibes. Yeah, there's a number of songs on here that have a, a 311 like vibe to them, as far as the, the guitar tone and, and the way it works with the bass guitar. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the overall production of this album? Production solid. Yeah. Like I, I listening to this, I just kept going like, okay, since I don't have a nostalgic attachment to this, mm-hmm. um, listening to this. As a forty-year-old man, mm-hmm. <laughs> is sort of like I'm listening to it, and I'm like, if I was sixteen and I heard this in 1999, mm-hmm. uh, I think I would have been like pretty into it. Yeah, because um, it's like almost like quintessential like Midwestern dude rap rock. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. which I was into at that age. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a forty-year-old man coming into it fresh, I'm kind of like. I have a little. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I I struggle with some of it, and that's not. It's not an indictment on the band. That's mm. more of just like where I'm at versus yeah. like where this is. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just we're, we're not congruent, mm-hmm. and it makes me also question like how many albums do I love just because I have a nostalgic attachment mm. to them? Yeah. Uh, the older I get, the more I'm able to kind of differentiate that. Uh, like this part here. Yeah. This is still the same song. They have these. I, I kind of like their their breakdowns in a lot of these songs. They're solid. Too. Yeah, yeah. Um, they really do blend um, like hip hop beats and 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 the rock stuff pretty seamlessly. Yeah, and I think uh, the vocalist Tori has a pretty good flow for like a white guy from the Midwest. You know, he's got a pretty good flow. I think he needs to change it up. Um, I think he kind of keeps the same cadence and kind of the same like rhythm. Mm-hmm through a lot of the album which makes a lot of the songs sort of sound the same especially again because i don't have a nostalgic attachment to it mm-hmm. when i'm just walking around the house listening to this or you know when i'm at work or whatever um a lot of the songs tend to kind of like bleed together yeah um and i think a lot of that is his uh is his vocal delivery yeah which is not bad it's just not very overly complex i think the biggest problem with this song the next level is that it wasn't prominently featured in jumanji the next level and i hope it's something that can be rectified uh you know i'm not really for george lucas going back and making rectify karen gillen what (laughs) what what uh i'm not necessarily for george lucas going back and making these like wild sweeping changes to the star wars mythos like i feel like he kind of overdid it yeah Whoever did Jumanji 3 essentially needs to go back and correct this Fix grievous error. This. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, we're going to let this roll over into See Right Through You. Yeah. Um, yeah, the production's solid on mm-hmm. this. I feel like all the instruments stand apart. Like, they only have one guitarist and then a bass player, but you can hear where they're, the I, tones blend got together. It's a but, bounce to yeah, it. Listen yeah. to this. Gamma Reginald, you got that Gamma Reginald. I mean, really. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the, the guitar here is classic new metal. Yeah. Kind of, you know? Oh, yeah, very much so. effect on it. 
I was surprised that there's actual lyrics. Um, uh, I mean, like like on Spotify, like they have the lyrics on oh, there. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and I will give them a full like half string for. Now I could be wrong, but I didn't read every single lyric. But I did not see any uh, rape-centered lyrics. Hey, all right. It's, it's for as uh, for as horny of a band as they are. <laughs> um, for them not to, to 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 go there, I applaud them tremendously for yeah. that. Because I am fucking sick of listening to these albums and hearing that shit. I'm fucking sick of it. Yeah, it's disgusting. I fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so. Got a big 311. Yeah. They're clearly influenced by 311. That and maybe some uh, Incubus, like Science, the... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some of those earlier kind of rhythmic tracks. What What is that one song I'm trying to think of? Uh, I don't fucking know. Anyway. Cool. Yeah. That was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely worth it for yeah. that detour. Um, but uh, but yeah, so this is uh, the next level. I don't... <laughs> no, no, this is not the no, next level. See right through you. See right through you, yes. Yeah. This, uh, what joke, what joke? See right uh, through you. This is Casper's favorite song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see a movie about a dead child. <laughs> uh, I was just talking about this with the aforementioned Stephen Fisher. Uh, do you know the the story about... I guess the theory about Casper, the friendly ghost, being... That he's Richie Rich's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ghost. I like it. Richie Rich died. I'm with it. I'm with it. And then, like, how does hot stuff fit into it? Like, it should be... Like, it should be, like, one person across all three versions, right? Oh, yeah, here we go. Baby voice. The lyrics are just a really surface level. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're all like, I'm a pimp. Yo, hot. Let's go make out and have sex. Like, mm-hmm. That's an actual lyric from that. <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> but like, like, it's, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, I think, I think with a little bit of massaging and I think mm-hmm. with a little bit of like a different album cover, mm-hmm. I really do think they could have been, you know, like huge, but like on, on like a crazy town level. I, I would say that this, uh, could have been like a good starting point for them. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, for if they continued their career and they had a bit more promotion, I mean, like they were on these fairly like Sony, popular I mean, tours, you know, yeah, like they open for yeah, yeah. I know Stained wasn't like <laughs> popping off at at this point. This album came out, you know, right. but even still, you know, Cottonmouth Kings. I feel like they kind of work on the same oh, level sure, with that, sure. you know. Yeah, and early Kid Rock. I could see them. I could see them. You know. Yeah, Stained would be weird because this is like a like kind of an upbeat like in your face kind of thing and I feel like Stain's like a depressive I don't know, dude. Like, I, I feel like Aaron Steve. Lewis knows how to fucking party dude <laughs> not this uptight at all rolling over to tonight's the night yeah tonight tonight I wonder if it's about sex hard to tell uh, more vocal distortion like they need a producer to come in and be like guys you, you, you need you need to push something weird. You need to do something original. You need to you need come, to original. come original. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you need to do something to make you stand out because right now you kind of sound like 
if you took the median average of all rap rock, mm-hmm. like you guys are just like dead in the middle yeah. of that, which not bad, but there's nothing like what is making this stand out from anything else that's coming out around this time. See the the opening part of the song, he just repeats tonight's the night over and over again. It's kind of just okay, but by the time it gets to the verse, I yeah. think this sounds cool. Like sonically, this sounds cool. Okay. Sonically, what about tales tales yeah. <laughs> You can't out corny me. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. I could do this all day. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, we've been doing this too long. <laughs> right, yeah, I know. <laughs> Sometimes I'll, I'll say jokes in front of my wife and she'll be like, Ugh. I'm like, Brent would have laughed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's somewhere I am. Just in the middle yeah. of the night, I just wake up and start giggling, you know? <laughs> yeah. Does, uh, does your wife, Katie, shout out to Katie, by the way, up, in case she's listening to this. Yeah. But if she's not. I love you. <laughs> she, I mean, she's still nice. She's still nice. But does, uh, does, she, uh, does she think you're funny? <laughs> does she laugh at your jokes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, think she gets, I think she gets annoyed by me. There, there's like a limit that I, that I purposely push past to annoy her. Mm. Um, but no, she thinks, she thinks I'm funny. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't admit it, but she thinks I'm funny. Yeah. I know she does. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have been married longer. Oh, well, give us another five years. She'll be sick of yeah. me. I, you know, I was just thinking about this the other day because you guys got uh, married in 2020. 2020. Uh, and my wife and I got married in 2010. So I'm oh, like wow. a 10 year yeah. look ahead. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> the spoilers, not going good. Uh, <laughs> Katie, Katie, we're going to end this now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. You guys seem to have a very tight relationship. Toit. Toit. Yeah, matter of fact, our uh, anniversary is coming up on uh, yeah. the middle of this month. So uh, this upcoming Monday, as a matter of fact. Holy so. shit, yeah. That, that part was where he uh, gives Biscuit a shout out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm glad he did that because if you've like seen this guy, you're like, oh, he looks like Fred Durst. Yeah. He just doesn't have the hat yet. He's like uh, Fred Durst and Shifty Shell Shock. Yeah. Had a baby. <laughs> yeah. Shifty, shifty Shell Shock then. Back then. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Well, not now. Not now. Hey, hey I'm Shifty <laughs> Shell Shock. You guys any crack? <laughs> Did I show you the video of him and uh, the other Ugh. the other guy in yeah, the band getting in a fight? Yeah, oh, that was God. uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, very, very bad. Oh, my God, man. Maybe it's a good thing Bolt Upright uh, split up because they, they don't need to get to that point. No. Matter of fact, I heard Red that uh, Bolt Upright, like, the, I guess the two brothers are still making music. They've got like a DJ service or whatever. So they're yeah. still in the music world. I they're think just the not... singer has like his own label. Oh, really? Yeah. I, like I read something own, about that. His own label maker. He's <laughs> like, I can get you one of those if that's <laughs> impressive to you. They're like... They would be like... Back in 1999, like... Uh, they would have been like the biggest draw for a local band. Like, like yeah. we're, we're from Tulsa, so if these guys had been in Tulsa, like they would have they would have been able oh, to like sure. play shows and and had you know 100 people show up. Like, they definitely would have been able to headline the water park. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight at Big Splash. <laughs> yeah. Bolt upright. 
All right, so we're on to track four here. I will say um, one fun thing. Um, mm-hmm. So I usually look on Reddit um, for for bands that I can't find a lot of information for because oh. a lot of the, a lot of the times people in the comments will be like, "Yeah, I saw them back in blah blah blah," or mm-hmm. "I know these guys," and then you know, give a little bit of extra info or something, something at all. Yeah, context. <laughs> Any yeah. info at all. Um, so so I so I, I searched on on Reddit uh, Bolt Upright. Well, apparently there's a there's a uh, uh, porn or a, a, a category of porn uh, mm. called bolt uprights and it's about what? uh big big fat titties uh that are like fake that like that are like really pointed like up like bolt on but they call oh. them bolt bolt uprights oh <laughs> so like like there was nothing about the band but it was just a lot of like bolted on tit porn. See, when I googled bolt upright, it went to the term like you like bolt upright out of bed after oh, having a nightmare or something like that. Yeah, I think it's like an English term or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, I didn't see the one about them titties. They're not. It's not my thing. No, no, that's uh, more of an ass man. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ass upright. <laughs> oh, I should say that my single note for tonight's the night oh, yeah. was that it was the longest track on the album. So anyway, all right. And this is International Gentleman of Leisure. <laughs> <laughs> the shortest track on the album. Yeah. I do kind of like this one though. Not bad. I don't like the lyrics. It's juvenile. I mean, like, if I had been 16, I'd, I'd have thought it was pretty cool. But as a 40-year-old man, I can't vibe with this. Well, I'll tell you what. I was and I did. So well, that was yeah. me. <laughs> I, look, I like would have been right there with you. I was like, holy shit, this is the greatest rapper of all time. Right here. <laughs> I do. I just kind of like the, the vibey atmosphere of sure. this. It's like, I, it's probably all fake, but like in my brain, I, I'm like, oh, they're writing this right now. This is just a straight up freestyle with the whole band, you know. And right. I'm sure most of this, like, the music was laid down and everything. But it sounds yeah. like your friend showing up to a house party you're at and your band's playing well, and all that shit. It's you know? funny you say that because that that is a big vibe. So I used to uh, play in just like kind of like um, like jam collabs with like a bunch of different people, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of local musicians. And I uh, I know a lot of uh, like rapper, local rappers. Mm-hmm. And so we would put together shows where it'd be like, hey, can you play the bass? And then we'll get this drummer and we'll get this DJ, we'll get a guitarist, you know? And, and you would just go up there not having anything written mm-hmm. and just like, okay, the drummer kicks off with the beat, mm-hmm. bass, yeah, a little bass line, guitar slash jamming over it. And then you get an MC to come up there and just, and then you, 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 you find like a really like easy solid groove that you can jam on for a while and then you might play the same you might play the same like little jam for 15 minutes sure. and then just like MCs will just get up there and hand the microphone around mm-hmm. um, and this this a lot of what this reminds me of is just like those jam sessions yeah. that are, are are they're not so much like we're not trying to write like epic emotional music you're just trying to provide like kind of like a backing beat for the MCs to get up there and freestyle yeah um, it's, it's, that's the vibe big time that I got from this and this is this is Stray yeah I like this song a lot uh oh yeah <laughs> I like it it, it, it just it just ha- it, god this is so late 90s yeah mm-hmm. like like th- it's a little bit of like reggae like white boy reggae kind of action going on yeah this like fits in the i think this is probably around the time of 311 sound system yeah right so i was in this mode so sure. i i really identif- 
I didn't identify with it, but I just like was in the zone for this. So yeah. um, I remember hearing the song around the time I had a crush on someone. Oh. And uh, I was like, Can I get some I, initials? Uh, no. Jesus Christ. He is not returning I've my calls. His abs, so I'm just uh, saying. Yeah. You're gonna be on a, a lowercase <laughs> t like that. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna tell me you're not flexing right now, Jesus. I see you. <laughs> One of my favorite jokes from Arrested Development is uh, this girl. Somebody's wearing like a a, a necklace with a cross on it, mm-hmm. and uh, this girl's like, um, she's like, where did you where, where did you get that? He's like, what? Oh, uh, a cross? She goes, across from what? <laughs> <laughs> or no, maybe she goes, where'd you get that lowercase t? And he's like, across? Yeah. Across from what? Yeah. I don't know, it's funny. That's one of my favorite things is... Uh, uh, Wordplay? Well, yeah. But like, specifically the lowercase t. Because oh. like, everyone thought uh, Jesus' name was Chris. And it's like, no, it's actually, it's Christ. So <laughs> I put the t in there, just so you remember, you know? Sure, sure, sure. To, uh, was it... Uh, Mnemonic device, yeah, for him, yeah. Johnny mnemonic device, yeah. Keanu Reeves is Jesus. Got some scratching going on mm-hmm. with some break beats and some horniness. Don't worry. Oh, there's some. I think there's like a couple times. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. This is like this is like if if the the magazine Maxim came to life <laughs> in song form. Maybe like FHM. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like to the side of it, you know? Yeah. I used to read those. I did too. Embarrassingly. I, I don't know if I, I've told you this. I don't think I've mentioned this on the podcast at the very least, but uh, around like 2001, not the Space Odyssey, but real life, uh, before 9-11, Ooh. before we got our shit together, yeah. uh, I uh, was living in Tulsa. Uh, like all of us had like moved away from our, our small hometown. Yeah. Um, I moved to Tulsa. I was, you know... Didn't have a, a job at that time. Uh, I think it was like going to broadcasting school. Oh, yeah. And it was like on a weekend. Didn't have anything to do. And it was like before all of us got together to hang out for that night. I was like, I'm going to go by Best Buy, see what's, see what's popping there. <laughs> go to my local buy, see what's crack-a-lacking. <laughs> so I go there. Like, there didn't have any music I wanted to buy or whatever. I already owned this album. So uh, they had a magazine section back then. And so I was like, I was looking through there, and I saw an FHM. I was like, what is it? This is like Maxim, but it's like a dollar cheaper. So I bought it, yeah. and I had some like, I can't remember who. It, was, it may have been like Jerry Ryan, some like sci-fi adjacent uh, pretty lady yeah. that was on the cover. And she was in like a silver bikini or whatever, kind of in reference to like sci-fi bikini stuff sure. or whatever. I thought, I'll buy this, you know. Oh, you know, probably crank off to it, but it, it's not <laughs> Maxim and FHM. We're not like porn. You don't see like right uh, nudity, but you know, it's just this side of it. And so I go up to the register. I don't think anything of it. And so I like the, the woman who checks me out. She's probably maybe a, in our age range and she sees it and it's in a, um, uh, poly bagged. Yeah. And she sees it and she like takes it. Picks up like her thumb and index finger, scans it, and then she's oh like, however God. much it was, and I, I give her the money, and she's like, enjoy your magazine. I was like, I will. <laughs> I'm gonna go, fuck? Just, just for that, I'm going to go beat up my, in my car right now. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> Not literally show you, but you know, just, just know. Just know in the back of your head. Oh, God. Yeah. Puritan But it's bullshit. like, it wasn't even, 
No. It's not even like po- like it didn't even cross my mind, you know. Right. Like it's just it's stupid. Yeah. It's mm. it was like the the Spike TV of magazines. Yeah. It's, oh, it's exactly right. <laughs> yep. All right. Next up, we've got Longevity. Yeah. The only song to have a music video. Yeah. This this might be my favorite. Yeah. I was trying to think of like what song is my favorite on here, but. It really does um, kind of quickly go into that they are a rap, rap, <laughs> rap rock style <laughs> band. Yeah. Uh, because you've got that little like break beat like sample at the beginning, then it immediately goes into this like funk groove with rapping over the top of it, you know? Yeah. You tell he's white. Um, <laughs> then you have the guitar coming in, you know? Yeah. I just. Some of the, the, the choruses are very repetitive and oh. don't really uh, the, the primary reason they're catchy is because they just repeat you know right but it is what it is here That's, we go yeah here's the guest feature the flow this is good Yeah. And the, oh, the production's solid. Yeah. You know? Production's production solid. Yeah. I'll give him credit for that. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, it's it's still it's still a mystery to me why this was not uh at least a little bit bigger. Yeah. It seems like it's it could be in the vein of uh like we've talked about, Incubus, three eleven, yeah, those type of bands. So even if it's not like a full on new metal uh what do I want to say? Like festival or, or something like that. It could be in that same. Hey, let's just go hang out on a beach and listen to dumb music for yeah. a while. Oh, you yeah. know, it could be that. I know they're from Milwaukee. I don't know how many beaches they've got there in the the middle of Milwaukee, but well, even still, they say they're from Milwaukee, but but uh, a lot of things say they're from Hollywood. So I think they originated in in Milwaukee and then mm. moved to Hollywood because a lot of places list their. Uh, city of origin as as Hollywood, so. Hollywood, Milwaukee. Yeah, oh. yeah. It's a suburb of Milwaukee, uh, a, a city that's in a state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Do you know that Milwaukee actually comes from the Algonquin Milwaukee, which means the land of plenty? Did you learn that from your Algonquin roundtable? Wayne's World. Oh, Alice Cooper. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love that. I forgot that. Him being smart and literate was the joke, right? For a long, like, yeah, because that was my first exposure to Alice Cooper. I was like, oh, this yeah. smart guy, He's just like <laughs> dropping knowledge on these two idiots. Okay, I get, I get the joke here, but it's like, oh no, because he's a rock guy who looks like a vampire. <laughs> who is, okay, yeah. We just saw him perform "Feed My Frankenstein." Oh, that wasn't. I need to rewatch those movies. Hungry for love and it's feeding time. Baby, whoa, whoa. You you would think that whenever Alice Cooper performs that song, he would have Bolt Upright come out and revive Frankenstein. I'm hungry for love and I don't want pizza. (laughs) Peel back the skin and then I'm going to eat (laughs) you. Bring you to a simmer right on time. Run my greasy fingers down your 
crazy spine, feet of mine. Okay. <laughs> I un- unironically good. fucking love that song. <laughs> so good. All right, this is a self. Self, yeah. What track number is this? Do we know? It's like seven? It is seven. Uh, yeah. This this song sounds the most like a three eleven. This sounds like down to me. Oh, I, I literally have on my notes three eleven question mark. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> but three eleven would like switch up enough that you could listen to an album and get like a uh, like a pretty like varied soundscape. Whereas I feel like they kind of stay in like two or three little like pockets yeah and so it's got that sameness but like it's solid for what they're doing mm-hmm. i mean i can't can't fault them for it you know on that um godsmack album uh discussion that we had you hated that one gave I it a zero it. yeah uh, you said the bass playing was basic as fuck yes hated to it. paraphrase uh what how do you feel about the bass playing on this album it's a lot better yeah he actually plays notes. <laughs> there's, 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 a, there's a there's a groove to it. Yeah, and it fits with the with the with the vibe that they're going for. Yeah, I think I think maybe like adding either like a singer or a, a second MC that's got like a like a really different um, like like uh, rap style or something. Um, changing the album cover, maybe even changing the name, because Bolt Upright just doesn't. I hear Bolt Upright, and I, I they, this, what is that? This part of the song reminds me of Incubus, with that little like. Yeah. And the bassline's solid. Yeah. I just like it. I, I feel like this is one of the like most focused uh, grooves from a, a new metal band that we've had yeah. in the timeline so far. You know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they got they got a really good groove to them. Mm-hmm. They can get in that pocket. Yeah. But his lyrics, his or not not his lyrics, his like he just he just has the same. He stays in that same range the entire album, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like, give me some, like, guttural screams, you know? Yeah, I think he tries that a couple of times on this album, but it's it's very few and far between, yeah. you know? Um, but, yeah, I think that would add some variety yeah. to the overall album. I think it's what it's lacking is, yeah, just variety. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, like a, it's like a pretty solid album. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I didn't know what to expect going in, especially looking at the cover. I'm like, oh, this is going to fucking suck. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> not bad. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, <laughs> it's like a late 90s, um, like, direct-to-DVD action movie, you know? So, <laughs> yeah. Starting like Mario Van Peoples. Like, it's like... <laughs> Do you remember Wizard Magazine and uh, it, it was a comic book magazine? But in that, oh. they would have uh, like fan casting for different oh, superhero movies. Yeah. Oh wait, here we go. Are you ready for this? Yeah, let's go for it. All right, you want to finish that? Let's uh, start this over. Uh, track eight, Crazy Chicks. Let's go. God damn it! <sighs> so this is what I was hearing in my head when I was ripping into that FHM in my car. <laughs> This one's for you, check out lady. <laughs> I'll show you good. 
It's three hours. This is like if uh, Peter Griffin had a band. <laughs> yeah. This actually gives me like uh, big time um, uh, Crazy Town vibes. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Vocally? Yeah. If you read the lyrics, this it's absurd. There's it's like a, the horniest 15 year old boy that's never had sex. It's like, this is what sex is like. I, yeah. When I was listening back to this the first time and I came across this, I was like, other. Oh, they're just going for it. Okay. All right. Yeah. They, like, heard that, um, the White Zombie song. Uh, Thundercast 65. Or wait. No, no, wait. God damn it. I know, I know exactly More human than about. human. More, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. They were like, let's just do that pretty, uh, flagrantly at the yes. beginning of the song or whatever. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say earlier. I, like, interrupted my own thought. But but at least like with that like there was like the the sex noises but then like the song like went to a different direction. I feel like this is weird because it's like having a chick orgasming, but then like you just rapping about sex. It just seems too obvious. Yeah, it's like, very very on the nose. And if you read the lyrics, fucking Christ, it is is embarrassing. Like I was <laughs> embarrassed reading this, and I I am not like a prude in the slightest, but. Here we go. Chicks. Chicks. Let me hear you, fellas. I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm straight. I like sex. I like straight. I'm straight. I'm straight. I like sex. That's all I hear. Chicks. 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 Would not be surprised by these Who do you want to be friends with? Chicks. Chicks. He talks about how he has like a huge dick all the time, which is always like. Well, I mean, that's in a lot of rap and hip hop, you know. Yeah, but it's it's done with a little bit more like cleverness, you know. Like uh, it's done with like uh, I don't know, like I'm long and I'm similes. strong. I'm down to get the friction on, yes. Yeah, like yeah. like that's that's fine. Yeah, this is just like I have a big dick and I'm gonna fuck you from behind, like <laughs> <laughs> literally, like that. That is how like blatant. Uh, but 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 aside from the lyrics and the chick coming. I, I do dig like the vibe of this. Like yeah. I think if they had like rapped about something else and not made it like sex focused, I would have enjoyed this a lot more. I think if they, like no joke if they made this song about cars, I think that would be oh, fun. Oh, fucking awesome! This would be awesome. You remember uh, Sugar Ray's RPM? Hell that, yeah, I that's do. That's kind of the vibe that I would love from this. But it's it's like too horny. You it's, know? it's it's too horny. Too it's like too horny. I'm furious. It's it's so horny. It's like. I don't believe you. Right. <laughs> yeah, it feels like you're compensating for something. Uh, what are we on uh, this here? Is sick. Sick. Okay. Sick, bro. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is like 16 year olds. Yeah. This works for me. Writing, I know. That's I, I probably would have been down with this <laughs> when I was 16. Thought this was You'd be cool down with shit. this sickness? Uh-huh. And, uh... Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I see a quote here, David Draymond. It says, ooh whack a caca <laughs> Can you clarify what that means for our audience, please? <laughs> My dad heard us listening to that one time, and he's like, monkey down with the business? <laughs>
laughing at every time I hear that. It's like, get up, a monkey down with the business. <laughs> Holy shit. That yeah. should have been in the, uh, the first sequel to Jumanji. <laughs> yeah. Should have been on Monkey Bone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Damn. Is that what your dad thought the song said? Monkey down with Monkey the business? Down with this, this? Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, one of our... Uh, you and I played in a band with uh, some people. Anyway, uh, it was like after we graduated, we were in this band. There was like seven of us in this band or whatever. Well, yeah. the, the guitarist at the time, he was he was more into like uh, black metal, um, yeah. like gothic stuff. He was big into Cradle of Filth, etc. And so I was playing... Uh, I was in the car taking him and our, our bass player at the time, uh, I think, to practice. And we were listening to Slipknot, and the song Liberate came on. The chorus for that is Liberate My Madness. Mm. Uh, he thought it was Liberate Bananas. <laughs> <laughs> it should ruin the song for me, but it only enhances it. Liberate Bananas! <laughs> yeah. Chiquita Bananas. <laughs> Go get them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> System of a Down cover. In 1958, the CIA invaded <laughs> Guatemala and <laughs> overthrew the Democratic elected leader so that they can the Chiquita. <laughs> I can't do it. It's just a whole banana conspiracy that New Metal has been trying well, to crack open. That's not a conspiracy. The CIA did overthrow a democratically elected leader in I, uh, Guatemala? I think. Um, uh, for the Chiquita Banana Corporation because really? they were going to nationalize the uh, banana industry and Chiquita was like, uh-uh, we want our bananas for cheaper. So they assassinated the democratically elected leader and installed a uh, pro-U.S. Uh, who ended up becoming a dictator and brutally um, ruled his country for decades um, just so that the U.S. could get cheaper bananas. Well, that's it. So a company could get cheap bananas and sell them to the United States, specifically the Chiquita brand. Hmm. The U.S. is a great country is what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> All of our policies are good. The never U.S. Had has any never issues. done anything wrong. It's so weird how that's true. We're so innocent. Mm -hmm. We are that innocent. <laughs> uh, also, fun fact, the yeah. U.S. Uh, is literally directly responsible for the Taliban. Because we funded them because they were fighting against the Russians. And so we gave them shitloads of money, trained them, gave them lots of guns, which they ended up becoming the Taliban. Go USA! USA! Well, look, do we like Russia now? No. So, I well, mean... Define we. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's about 48% uh, of the electorate that... Uh, Apparently, really likes Russia now. Well, I wonder why that is. Truth social? I don't know. I had nothing <laughs> good to do with it. I have the perfect polka. I like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the song is called I Don't Care. Yeah. He don't care. He don't give a damn. I like this. It's. A good change-up from what we've listened to from the past couple of yeah. songs, I think. Got a good loop in there. Yeah. 
Penny Raider, educator. Okay, all right. He's got hobbies. Hey, we know. Oh. The self-censor is kind of weird. Yeah. Like, you can just say it, dude. Don't worry. This you won't, say everything else. This won't be a single. <laughs> you don't have to worry about a radio edit. Say piss on me. Oh boy. Please. This is R. Kelly's favorite track. <laughs> See, I think his his flow on this track is pretty good. Like, for like compared yeah, to a yeah. lot of other rap rock people of this era, like I don't. As much as I enjoy that Vanilla Ice album, Rob's flow is not good. Not great. No. Uh, this is a little more. Uh, it's like a level up from that, I would say. Half a step. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. No. It's 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 better. Yeah. Um. But uh, I think the music was... I, I think I enjoyed the music more on Hard to Swallow. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a Ross Robinson yeah. joint, you know? Yeah. And he, I, I would have liked to have seen Ross Robinson with somebody like this and really, like, push him mm-hmm. to do more with his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, because what he's doing is just very, like, song to song, very samey. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that can work if you're, like, uh, if you're, like an amazing... Uh, lyricist uh-huh. you know like an MF Doom or something like doesn't like switch up his style all the time mm-hmm. but like he's such an unbelievably talented lyricist that like doesn't need to because you can just like get lost in like his insanely complex wordplay mm-hmm. um, so he doesn't really need to but like something like this when you're like not that talented and, and a, a lot of your lyrical content is very like one note mm-hmm. You need to differentiate that with something else. So, like, yeah. Fred Durst, who is, like, a bad... A.K.A. the polar bear? Yeah, A.K.A. the, <laughs> AKA the polar bear. Like, um, but what Fred Durst will do is, like, he'll do crazy shit with his voice and, like, um, just do weird shit, you know, that, like, is unexpected and, like, makes it makes each song sound like... Uh, like really differentiates it from from another song. Yeah. Uh, but he's just staying kind of in the same little pocket the entire time. But I think like a Ross Robinson really could have like pushed him to do some cool shit. Yeah. We're on track eleven, the half of it half at this point. It. So yeah. Got a couple more tracks after this one. We're sailing um, through this bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I would love it if Ross Robinson like got in a room with Bolt Upright, you know, talking to the vocalist. I, I just feel like you could do. I just feel like you do something different <laughs> with your vocal there, Tori. And then Tori's like, "Yo, what, yo, what you want me to do, fam? <laughs> I'm gonna sit back here and shoot you with the slingshot until <laughs> yeah. you do something interesting. What I would like you to do is, I don't know, push it. <laughs> this is your daughter, correct? I'm gonna take a scalpel. <laughs> Each time you do something boring, one little cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
He turns out to be uh, the freak from Spawn Comics. Oh, God. That's a call forward to yeah, like, the Hidden Track episode. This is a good example of, like, I don't like this. <laughs> it sounds a little, like, like game show-y to me, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. This is what, like, um, this is what bands in 1999, um, this is the kind of music they wrote to get laid. I do like the guitar part here, though. Like, the music, I like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least it's not, like, sludgy, the music. Uh, yeah. Like uh, the Head P.E. album that we reviewed. Uh, yeah, right. That one was, like, it, it, the guitarist was trying. You know, it just didn't, yeah. didn't make it there. I, I do love the production on this. I think everything is sounds clean. Like I said, you can pick yeah. up the instrument instrumentation pretty easily. Um, but you know, various levels of success per track. Yeah, this is a super three eleven song. Yeah. <laughs> like like literally like. If, if, if you're like a younger person and you, and you didn't live through the late 90s, this is like, if you were involved in the music scene at all or went to, or went to like local shows, you saw like tons of these bands at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. And they were all like braggadocious, like like very much like, um, uh, like, look at me, look how cool I am. And it was like, a lot of it was expressly with the purpose to get laid. Yeah. Uh, not to like make like really cool music, and you can tell by their lyrics, they're all about sex and about how cool they are and about how rich they are. Mm-hmm. Um, none of those things are true. Yeah, <laughs> <No. laughs> definitely not rich because <laughs> you know when you're out at a venue uh, and you're like, is this a, a local band or is this like a regional or national band? You know the easiest way to tell the difference between those. What's that? You can tell it's a local band if you know what the back of their shirt looks like. Perform to me. I'm the audience. You nailed it. Put these bitches on blast. I just did. Good. Go hey. ahead and subscribe and hit that like button. Uh, follow <laughs> us on Patreon. <laughs> we just need to do a Patreon. Just see if anybody gives us money. Nope. They won't. <laughs> I'm going to get a couple bucks out of it. <laughs> we actually get a bill from Patreon. It's like you owe us. We've had so many reports that you owe us money now. <laughs> Uh, our listeners, our listener, I've been, I looked at our, uh, like our listener metrics and yeah, seems like it's going up and up and up. Well, that's good. That's the goal. So mm, that's the, that's the direction we like. Yes. Yeah. Better than going down, except yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Since we're listening to Australia. This band, I'm talking about eating pussy. Oh, this is next. This next song is called before. Okay. I, oh, good to see you in the elevator. I dig the flute in this. Unironically, I this love the flute. This is the flute. This. this is the flute that yeah. Tori plays. So this is good. This is another. Might be my favorite song. Another interesting new metal instrument. Good point. The flute. Hi there, Scout. It's me, your father. Do you know about new metal? <laughs> well, have a seat. Let's talk about some weird instruments in this genre. Hot tub foot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Left pussy lip, rabies, scabies, <laughs> Mickey Rooney sugar babies. <laughs> Shout out to Bob Duca. <laughs> Bob Duca. <laughs> Bob Duca. Uh, uh, yeah. Before. 
all that all before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you think, like, this and then Lizzo is, like, the chasm of flute being portrayed in... Uh, well, I was going to say popular music, but this album wasn't popular, so, well, there goes that. <laughs> but flutes, am I right? Hey. Hey. Hey, Aqualung! <laughs> Do you remember when people got pissed off from Lizzo playing that dead president's flute? I don't even remember who it was, but it's like, I didn't even know this guy had a flute. I didn't know he played a flute. I didn't know he still had yeah. a flute. And also, world. she's like an accomplished flautist. Yes. She's like very fucking good. When she goes to a Mexican restaurant, she orders flautas, okay? <laughs> she doesn't fuck around. No, the truth is, white people saw a black woman doing something and got mad about it. America. <laughs> Have you seen America the movie? Or the motion picture or whatever the, no, the, the like animated so. movie is? Oh, yeah, it came out a couple of years ago, I think 2001. Or not 2001, Whoa, 20, 2021. It has uh, uh it's animated like uh, Jason Mantzoukas does a voice in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, oh, check it out. Fucking Channing Tatum is uh, oh. George Washington. It's like a it's a whole like I would love to take this to another country and be like this is what uh, this is how America was founded. It's like a fucking cyborg in it and shit. It's so fucking funny, dude. Holy shit! I think I'll it's a it Lord Miller. Oh, really? I could be wrong on I've that. Never heard of this. It's crazy. Oh, dude, it's funny. Um, speaking of uh, Channing Tatum, uh, my wife and I watched uh, both Magic Mike movies this weekend. Well, okay, the first two. I guess there's a third one. I was just pitching to my wife uh, watching all three Magic Mike movies. We didn't watch the third one, but the first two, pretty fucking good movies, man. I, are they funny? That was the the thing I was running by her. It's like I heard they were funny. They're really fucking funny. The second one especially is like almost like a straight up buddy comedy, and it's fucking hilarious. I, I think they talked about one or two of them on Scott hasn't seen. Oh really? I, 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 if if like it's a movie it. I haven't seen, I generally don't watch. I don't listen to those, just because I, I want to watch a movie first. But mm. um, no, highly recommend it. I, I can't say anything about the third one because I haven't I haven't uh, seen it. But it, it, it uh, a lot of the actors from the first two are not in the third one so i was like oh, i really don't because i really enjoy like their little group their little like group of male strippers that they got yeah um channing tatum holy fuck man that dude can dance like you know he used to be like an actual male stripper yeah he could dance really fucking good yeah like crazy fucking good he's a handsome guy he's good at dancing and yeah. then he's he could be pretty fucking funny as he's well really so. funny yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah I, I I I would really really recommend the first two. Yeah, I think they're on some streaming. I think it's on HBO Max. I'm sorry. What is it? Max. Yes. Fuck off. It's bad. It looks like a Pepsi logo, <laughs> but so what, what can you do? You know. It's um, worse than this album cover. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it has that going for yeah. it. <laughs> so bolt upright. You did a good job there. Uh, they didn't know what a streaming service was going to be. How could they know? You know, it's um, yeah. I, I uh, and then uh, in, in the first one, it's got uh, Olivia Munn, which I I am attracted to her. She's in America the movie as well. She plays oh. Thomas Edison. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, you gotta watch this. Yeah. Um, but no, no, no. Uh, Joe Joe Manglio Joe Mangliono. I don't know how to say that last name. Uh huh. Mangliono. Mangliono. Deathstroke. Deathstroke. The only good Deathstroke. He's in it, and he's really fucking funny. Okay, yeah. Uh, Fluffy's in it. Don't worry. Gabriel Iglesias. He's like a bus driver. He's like their DJ. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, McConaughey's in the first one, not in the second one. 
Um, but yeah, it's 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 solid. Like the first one's actually like a really good story, and I mean, it's got some funny parts to it, but it's a little bit more serious. But like, it's actually like, I was like, damn, this is like pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. The second one's a lot more like comedic, but like legitimately like got some funny fucking shit in it. Yeah. Um, check it out. <laughs> did you did you see that uh, YouTube video where James Hetfield interviewed Matthew McConaughey? No. He said, "Nice to be here." Nice to be here, Matthew McConaughey. Here I go now on my interview again. I was actually excited like this is a real thing. (laughs) No. Almost nothing exists to me. There's multiple all right, all right, all rights in it. (laughs) Yeah. um, Yeah. uh, Anyways, okay. This one's called Stupid Star. The last track. Track 13. Mm, Yes. Yeah, this is... uh, there's no hidden tracks on this album. This is it. <laughs> it's like a Sesame Street song. Yeah. If it wasn't for like the actual lyrical content, you know? Yeah. I'm sure it's horny, but... No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> Tori, this song won't hold up in court, dude. I'm sorry, but it just won't. No disrespect. No disrespect. I'm just saying. Asterisk. Asterisk. (laughs) Well, uh, as this this album draws to a close here, um, like overall, before giving it a a rating, what are your thoughts on uh, Bolt Up? You've you've never heard this album before. Never heard it before. How many times through did you listen to this? Uh, I listened to like, I think four times. Oh, respectable. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, really wanted to give it like I usually listen to it like uh, once or twice just not taking any notes not even thinking about it sure, just like yeah. letting it, it play through yeah. something jumps out at me I might make a mental note of it mm-hmm. and then I'll usually listen to it like one or two more times and take notes as I, as I listen to it um, like the first time I listened to it I was like grooving to it I'm like alright yeah, fine mm-hmm. like I enjoy this as a good just like a background groovy thing I'm, I'm, I'm down with it <laughs> I think after our last recording session you left, and before I forgot, as you were driving home, I texted you yes. a, a Spotify link to this album so you could find it easily. Right. And then I put, I'm sorry if you hate it. And then you texted back, like, I think the next morning, you're like, I don't hate it. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So I, I didn't know where yeah. you were going to stand on it. Um, There's a couple, like, weak spots. Sure, I, I, sure. I think the lyrics... Are just I, I I can't fuck with this. I'm a 40 year old man. Like <laughs> I can't fuck with this like yeah. stupid like juvenile like shit. Right. Yeah. Um. They're not all bad, but there's a lot of it that just like is super cringy. Especially if you read along to some of these lyrics, like it is goddamn stupid. Yeah. Stupid it's star. Stupid star. Yeah. Um. Uh, the music, you know, is is not particularly original, but it's like well done, and it's yeah. like in a, in a it's like in a uh, it's like in a vibe that I dig. Yeah, you know, where it's like got upbeat, but it's still kind of chill and you can kind of groove to it. You know, mm. it's just kind of in my wheelhouse. Um, but uh, I, I I can't say that I loved it. There's just one or two songs that I could definitely see myself going back and 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 listening to. Yeah. Um, but overall, it's not one that I'm going to be like yeah. putting on repeat. It, but it's a 
couple songs I could I could vibe with. Yeah, would for you, sure. Would you put those songs on some type of uh, playlist? Yeah. From that you would to to where you would hear these songs every now and then throughout sure. the rest of your days. Um, and I think um, I think it was before. Mm-hmm. Um, in longevity, I I dug both of those okay. quite a bit. Whatever yeah. the flute one was, I dug the flute. Okay, yeah, the flute one. Yeah. Um, uh, what about you? Uh, so I have a lot of nostalgia for this album built in, right? That helps. For whatever reason, I I just stopped listening for twenty years to this album. Right. It's so weird how that can happen. I I was so hot on this album for a long time. I think probably the first like seven to eight tracks on this album. It was on regular rotation in my CD player back in the day. Yeah. I just got out of the habit of listening to it. I maybe found something else that comes out later this year, and I just jammed on that for a while. You sure. know, So this one kind of fell out of, of favor and out of memory for me. I will say, though, when I put this back on and started listening back to it, a lot of those uh, memories came back to me, you yeah. know, and it's just uh, the warm blanket of nostalgia. Even though mm. I don't absolutely love every track on this album, I don't think uh, – its weak points aren't as weak as some of the albums we've discussed previously, you know? Sure. Uh, I think the production is really good, and uh, I like the uh, the vocalist's flow, even though his lyrics, super duper, super stupid star. No, no. we could just pass that one, you yeah. know? Yeah. I don't think I ever regularly listen to the last track on this album just because it's like, you know. Yeah. I don't need this. I, I already got a version of this earlier in this album, you know. So yeah. Um, beyond that, I I liked this album then, and I like this album now. All right. So uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna put several of these songs on my yeah. uh, best of nudist colony uh, playlist that I have just for myself, you know. All right. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm glad to have these songs back in the the rotation, kind of like uh when we went back and rediscovered those couple of orgy tracks. Yeah. It's like, Oh, it's, th- it feels good to have these songs back in my life. Sure. Um, even though I haven't listened to those songs since, uh, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it is, uh, it is good to, to have these songs back. One and, Jonathan Davis song. I I've listened to like regularly. Yeah. I dig that song. It's good. Lot. Fucking yeah. solid. Um, yeah. so let's, let's talk about ratings for this album. So Oof, zero to seven one. new metal guitar strings. I, I have no personal, uh, uh, feelings tied to your rating of this, so yeah, you rate it however you want. I will kill you if you give it below uh, seven strings, though. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. No, no, no. I'm gonna say four. I'm gonna say like it's it, it's above middle of the road. That's fucking solid, right? I mean, that's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. That's for, a for you B to never minus like for you to have never heard of this band or this album before until recently right until yeah. i told you right on the the previous album review episode uh hearing it just a few times through uh not having nostalgia built into it that's a solid fucking score yeah, for this album four out of seven not bad. i'm at a five out of seven right. like i don't it's not the I, just based on its own merits you know uh yeah. i feel like five is is a fair oh absolutely listing uh, there is a little bit of sameness to this album. Yeah. Um, but overall, it's enjoyable. Some some nits to pick for sure. But you know, I I just en- enjoy having these these yeah. songs back and uh, put in a rotation that I'll probably forget about uh, going forward. I know we don't do half strings, but like in, in just like uh like a like a show of gratitude. Yeah. Um, 
I hope there's no rape lyrics. I'll give them an extra half string for that. Just like maybe a, side. Maybe one of those tuning things. What do you call those? Like where you like tune the string? Knob? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's like a tuning knob. It's a half string. Yeah. 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 So like four and a half. <laughs> like that half string gets like it's like a, it's like a it's like a bonus. It's like a tip. Like yeah. good job. I think. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Uh, at least nothing stood out to me that was uh, egregious about that. So. And and for the lyrics being as horny as they are, that's kind of a, that is a nice pat on the back. Sure. If yes. that's the case. Yes. We haven't poured through Tip all the these lyrics, you. but you know, from what we could hear. A golden half string to you, good <laughs> sir. <laughs> that's an accomplishment. Um, so yeah. here we are, beginning of 99, you know. we it, it, 99. <laughs> it's coming up. Hell yes. Before we know Can't it, wait. Um, you know, not a huge chasm between '98 to the beginning of '99, but you know, yeah. October of '98 is where we left Vanilla Ice. Just mm-hmm. as the seasons were turning temperature, Vanilla Ice ends it, and then it's it's gonna heat up real quick. It's mm-hmm. it's almost like '99 got struck with a bolt. We sat upright and we're like, <laughs> "What was this? Mm-hmm. What is this? Album? I've never heard of this at all." Can I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> I cannot be forced to. I'm going to forget about this immediately. But uh, we're at the the beginning of a – we're coming up to the peak of new metal. That's kind of what I'm getting at, right? So a lot of uh, returning bands but also some new bands coming down the pike here. Sure. A lot to be excited about. Hell yeah. But before I tell you what the next album is, I'm going to encourage our listeners to email us, nudistpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Links to all that bullshit is in the show notes, as well as the Spotify playlist that we have for the new metal, new metal albums that we're discussing. Yeah. Next album we're going to talk about. Look, I, I want to talk about Bolt Upright because this is an album that meant a lot to me back in the day. Yeah. But also, I feel like if we don't discuss it now, it's going to get overshadowed by the next thing. The next oh, thing is is a doozy. Oh yeah. There's a new challenger has taken stage. If if like everything we have discussed has been Street Fighter 2, we're kicking into Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Oh shit. The next album we will be discussing Wisconsin Death Trip, Static X. Fuck yeah. Staying in the Midwest. Okay. But uh I'm it, with this. It it's gonna get real. Have you listened to this album in a while? Not in a long time. It's, I loved it's it back good. in the day. I haven't listened yeah. to it in a long time. So I'm 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 excited for this one. Hell yeah. I'm, all I'm gonna say is the song Fix. Fucking solid jam. Hell yeah. Yeah. With his Vegeta hair. <laughs> I'm about it. He was trying to go Super Saiyan before any of us knew what that was. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to uh, Wayne Static, rest in peace. RIP, big papa. Uh and then uh next week we're talking on our hidden track episode about uh, image was it Image Comics Zero or Image Zero, the, Image the comic Zero, book? Yes. And then we uh, go through, talk about a, a soda beverage. We rank all of the Image first issues. Yeah. A lot of fun. Really good time. <laughs> uh, so stay tuned for that. It's a then, lot of fun. It's a <laughs> really good time. And then uh, the following episode, episode 28, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Static, Static X album. My brain is shutting down. My tongue shut down a long time ago. Uh, so yeah, there's all that stuff. Uh, check out Ross on episode 307 of Let's Talk About Stuff. Yeah, talk about Wet Hot American Summer. Fuck yeah. uh, subscribe to uh, the true 
<laughs> subscribe to the True Criminals podcast, and uh, we're going to be on there for uh, some consecutive episodes, from what I understand. Yes. Yeah. So, Check that out. Hell yeah. Uh, nothing more for me to say on this episode, Ross. Anything more for you? Um, Nickelodeon. Bye. <laughs> no get fucked. Oh, get fucked. Get fucked. I think I may have done that one before. I think I have done that before. Okay. We're in repeating territory. Um, uh, let's see. What? What? Uh, look around the room. Um, a copy of Mouse. What can I work with that? Uh, Maybe I'll leave that one alone. Scheiße! Get it fucked. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Fantastic. Uh, bye.